Maybe. Unbelievable. Hey. I mean, normally they have like intros, you know what I mean? Like, this welcome, is Couch on Fire. Welcome to Couch on Fire podcast, The Afterburn. This is Rob, where we sit down with strangers and talk about topics. <laughs> this week, this week, I have uh, a lovely guest, uh, Ryan, uh, well, James Ryan Testerman, a.k.a. Of Maryland. Ryan. <laughs> um, so yeah, Ryan, how you doing? What's up? How are things? Uh, it's cold as shit. Let's yeah, put it that way. I bet it is. I bet it is. It's winter time. I mean, it's really cold. Like, it's the kind of cold that's gonna cut. <laughs> it cuts you when you leave the house. It cuts you. <laughs> it does. You just walk out. Baltimore City is not the only place you can get cut. It's in the wind too. In the wind too. Oh my gosh. Um, so I have Ryan on the show today, um, and we're actually going to be doing three episodes, but it's about traveling. Um, out of all my friends, Ryan has, he's up there. There's somebody else that might have done a little bit more traveling, Greg Mack, but Ryan. Yeah, Ryan's got me. Yeah, but right now, Ryan, he, you know, he just got back from, uh, Amsterdam, which we're going to actually start off this episode talking about the Europe, because I know you've traveled a bunch of places in Europe. And, uh, yeah, I'm just going to ask you some questions and see, you know, what your experiences were like in, uh, overseas and things like that. So yeah. you I read- got my passport out. I got my passport out to, uh, refresh my memory. Oh, okay. So, well, we'll start right there. So what's, what is this whole thing? People that travel a lot or trying to travel a lot, they like collecting like these international stamps in their passport. What is that all about? <laughs> like- it's, uh, it's visas. You get visas in your uh, in your passport. So every country you go to, they don't they want to know what the hell you're doing there, basically. So when you go into another country, they take your passport. They give you a stamp that says how long the visa is good for. Yeah. So you have to get yeah. into the country. And yeah, I mean, it's a cool little collector thing. You know what I mean? You get uh, it's like a little you know, remember the country by. So, like, it moves for 90 days. Like, I think this one here from Japan is 90 days. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, it, and it tells you where you, it tells you when you showed up, when you left, too. So, it kind of has, like, a little a log, you know. I mean, can you, like, so what happens when you fill them up? I mean, you get, I think there's actually a thing that'll tell you that you can, uh, maybe you can get, like, additional pages to add. Yeah. But, I mean, they give you, shoot, uh, what? I mean, they give you almost like 10 pages or a dozen pages. And you like, I mean, most pages hold up to like four visas. You know what I mean? So you can do like, let's say 40. I'll just say you can have probably almost 40 visas, if not more. Um, so if you're going to five countries in 10 years, I mean, that's. Real quick, we're having technical difficulties. Ryan, you need to put headphones in because I can hear myself. <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> I'm sitting there like, what is that noise? <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, I do have headphones. I'm wondering if it wouldn't be a couch on fire episode if there wasn't technical difficulties. <laughs> okay, can you hear me now? I could. I hear you. Okay, now we're in headphones. But I also hear my me talking. Oh no, I don't. It's not there anymore. Okay. Perfect. Okay, so. Okay, so that's pretty cool. It's like a collector's item, you know, so you, you just kind of get that, so. Collectible. Collectible. Collectible uh, visas, it's cool. Mm-hmm. All right, so 
Where, so, this episode about Europe. So, when was the first time you went across the pond to the United Kingdom? That was, you mean like what year? Because I actually think I have the. Uh, yeah, what year? The thing, shoot. Which is kind of crazy to see these years now because it's 2019 and it's a stamp from 2010, dude. Damn. Which is wild. Um, yeah, it looks like um, maybe 2010. I think it's the oldest one I have, and that was the first. That's why I got my passport to go to Europe. Nice. Or uh, England, England. So um, I want to say 2010. Yep. Nine years ago. So nine years ago, you started your adventure going across the pond. Yeah. Nice. Which actually is not as far as people think it is. I mean, it's it's, it's like it's literally like a seven-hour flight. Seven to eight, I'd say. I think it's just, but. 90% of the flight you're over water so I think that's probably the biggest thing I think that's the most scariest part of it because like but then again yeah I mean like when we when we like because you and I have both flown to Hawaii and it's like when you're flying over the United States I mean well, you're, when you're flying over the, main, the mainland it doesn't feel that bad like you crash or there's always going to be an airport to land in but once you go over California and you're like over the Pacific Ocean it's just like shit we go down <laughs> we're hitting we're gonna die. We're gonna be on an episode of Lost. That's what I was hoping for. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> oh, I'm so unprofessional coughing. Um. So, all right. So you, so you, you get to England. Um. What's the first thing you do? Like what? For all right. So did you? You want you traveled by yourself the first time? Correct. Yes. Yep. And well, yeah. All my times, I went to England. I went. Yeah. I've traveled to there by myself. But you had friends there, and you know things. Yeah. Like, like that. That's awesome. But um. So all right. So you get there. You get off. You get. Off, I'm trying to visualize it for the listeners out there. So you get off this airplane. You're in an airport, and what do you so, do? Yeah, the, I, what do I you remember. Do? <laughs> I think I'm trying to. I, I made a video actually back from like a long time ago, like when I got there, because I remember recording it. And I got off the plane. I remember like I think my friend was supposed to pick me up from the airport, and he was like never showed. So. I don't know how I found his place, but I remember I walked there. I walked from the airport to his and um, no, no, I'm sorry. I took the train. There was a train. I took a train from the airport to like some neighborhood that I recognized. And I walked from the train station to his house. And I remember showing up at his house and he was like, what are you doing here? And I was like, well, you were going to pick me up. And he didn't, you know, <laughs> there was like a miscommunication there. I ended up, you know, airport train to his house. And uh, yeah, I mean, it, the good thing about Europe, for the most part, is their public transportation, or just overseas in general. International travel is very easy for the most part. If you go to like big cities yeah. or um, well-established places, I would say it's kind of a generalization, but from my experience, you know what I mean? Like Europe, great tra- transportation. Japan, great transportation. Well, um, like, so you just randomly so you got on a train and you just randomly knew you know i mean obviously you had his address but like in 2010 i mean gps i mean so you have you're in a foreign country so your your phone's really not working so how did you really just find his house did you just i want to say i probably ask people to be honest i'm pretty sure especially in england it's so easy man you know you know there's no language barrier yeah like i would say the number one thing when you're traveling like that is hard to overcome is just communications it's just yeah. If you, if they don't speak your language, dude, it's just like the signs don't work. You you take for granted every day being in America and being able to just read, you know, food menus, uh, maps, 
you know what I mean? Street signs, um, just like that. I mean, uh-huh. when you can't read things, it makes life much more difficult. And when you can't just talk to somebody. Okay. Well, so so you're saying if you were the first place you ever would probably ever want to travel if you want to leave the United States would either be Canada or England. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it would be easier. Like just, just just when I was in Amsterdam, like just getting back to the public transportation. I mean, most places have these cards that you need to use to get on and off the bus, train, whatever. And different cards are for different times and different people. And like Amsterdam, there was like a list of the cards, but we couldn't read what was the differentiating factor of the cards. And we tried to talk to somebody, ask them like what card was which. Uh-huh. And that particular person just didn't, you know, speak English, I guess. Most people did over there, but yeah. they didn't. And it just made life a lot more difficult. Okay. 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 So English speaking countries for sure. For the win. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So you get there, you get on the train, you go to your buddy's house. So what are your first impressions? I mean, how long were you there? That's, let's just backtrack for a second. So how long were you there the first time you went? first time was probably like uh one to two weeks i think mm-hmm. in england yeah and it was during the winter time first oh. impressions they didn't have like it snowed and nobody plowed their streets or salted their roads which well, i thought was crazy in my vision of like england i mean or i think you were in like liverpool the liverpool area correct my yes. my vision of that area is like what you see in movies. Everything's cobblestone, and yes. everything is like, you know, row homes or townhomes, where we what we call them. And it's like they're all they're, mm, everything's kind of yeah. on top of each other. So it's like, oh. <laughs> well, where I was when I first went was like a country area. Okay. So there wasn't like I mean it was just it was country. It was like um. I mean, there were. It wasn't like cobblestone roads, but um, it wasn't really many. Like, it wasn't like a major city around. You know what I mean? Okay. There was a castle. I remember we sled. We walked to like a castle, like a busted up castle that had like a hill, and we went sledding down the hill. While I was there, and had several fights. Churches. I remember a bunch of churches. Well, it's like old it, churches. It's like everything grand there. Like, is everything like? Yeah, the like, architecture. It's yeah. It it's it shits on ours. Well, for the I most mean, part. well, f- they've been around a lot longer than us, and there's just true. and back back in the day when they actually built things like that, it's this very, very. It was very, like for kings. Yeah, <laughs> like Victorian. You know, like very. You know, that's awesome. That's crazy. So that. But then. Yeah, go well, on. we went. We went to Af- but then that was like the country, and then like when you got into like the city, like London and stuff like that, very metropolitan, very like on top of each other um, down yeah homes, I mean like that. You, it, that's something you would more recognize more recognizable that you could that would, less easy to distinguish from like you know America oh okay or I'm sorry not less easy more easy uh-huh. well I mean so yeah. so okay so you went to London did you go to any other like uh, more bigger cities in that area um because you always hear these stories like people backpacking in Europe or England or the UK and cuz like I think I think it's not just me there's a lot of people out there so when you say Europe Europe is obviously a continent filled with a whole bunch of different countries and um but you were mostly in the UK the first time you went 
Correct. Yeah, I was mostly in. Shoot, I I can't remember. I want to say it was like Stafford, yeah. almost. It kind of reminded me of remember in Hot Fuzz when he gets transferred to that like small town place. That's what oh, they yeah. remind me. Of. You know what I mean? It was like the grades are good. Everyone and like the big news is like the mime was out there this morning at five o'clock, six o'clock, what seven you, o'clock. What do you mean there was it was murder? Murder. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's crazy. So like, so a lot of movies that we watch are kind of like spot on in a way. I mean that, that, yeah. I mean, that one's like very exaggerated. The, the swan got out, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Mr. P.I. Staker, piss taker, come on. <laughs> but no, it, it's, it's, that's like, you know, I mean, I'm just saying like the way it looked, you know what I mean? was probably similar. Okay. Um, what about the, the people? How did they the people, like? How did they like react to you and your, you know? I mean, you're from dude, like, Baltimore, I, Maryland. You're probably like a legend so to them because you're in, from the states. <laughs> in, in 2010, obviously, like you know, I, I, I just basically drank more. So I remember one particular time there, I got pretty intoxicated and <laughs> just remember screaming out like USA, like just screaming out USA <laughs> in a bar. And I'm pretty sure they, they weren't, you know, I was the obnoxious American and that's not generally how you want to be when you're overseas. Um, but for the most part, you know, when I wasn't being I the, just, the, the people American, most people were really nice. You know, I have been drinking, I have been drinking with you for many, many years. I still don't know how you dodge, like getting your ass beat. I know that was, <laughs> well, I was with, I was with locals at that point. I think that's the only like saving grace, oh, okay. but there were one people, some one group, I went to um, there's a country what is it? Wales. I went to Wales, which is like we drove there from England, so I guess it's pretty close. And someone in Wales thought I was Australian for some reason. Wow, I don't know why, but that's crazy. So like, did they enjoy listening to your accent? Did they try to mimic you and shit? Like, I, like, oh, I, I I'm trying to remember. I, like I, I think so. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I remember. I remember specific words that they said. That like you don't really hear maybe like jaguar, yeah. we, like you know they said like jaguar. Yeah, it was like the weirdest thing. Or like garage, they would say garage. Oh well, I I heard um some some countries instead of saying like cemetery they'll say uh, cemetery. Oh yeah, yeah cemetery yeah. So, or like uh, I think pedophile they said pedophile. Oh my gosh, <laughs> something stupid. I don't know. That's <laughs> why I asked me why we're discussing that. Well, you said something about so you got pretty much shit face over there. So, the beer is it like ridiculous? See, like, you know what? I'll tell you what. When I was over there, um, so, like that was before cider was big here. Like there was, there was. I want to say England and in, in general at that time and probably now is ahead of us, dude. Like always, like like for trends, it's like weird. Like when I was over there, like. I was listening to this type of music that was really good. I was like, what is this? And it sounded, it was like a techno kind of mix. And they're like, oh, this is dubstep. And I was like, what the hell is dubstep? I'm over here. And then, you know, of course, dubstep's got huge. Yeah. Um, same with cider. You know what I mean? Over there, like, they were like, try some cider. I was like, I mean, I mean, what, what's the deal with cider? Like, oh, it's like, a, it's booze. It's, it's alcohol. And it was dirt cheap over there. We, I remember getting like a liter of this stuff called Zeppelin cider. Um, it was like two quid. And you just get smashed, you know what I mean? And it was like I had never heard of drinking cider for beer, you know what I mean? 
Well, you or know, just, just drinking cider, get drunk. But over there, it was already a big thing. See, I can see that because, like, if you look at like our history and stuff, like punk music started over there. You know, the Beatles were big over there. Then eventually, they everything started coming over here. And then um, I think in 2010, there was this wave of like Mumford and Son and a whole bunch of other yeah, people. Yeah, yeah, and then, yeah. I remember getting shit out over there. They were they were big over there, but they really didn't start coming over here until past 2010. And then like yeah. 2011, you get this wave of like new British indie rock. And, yeah. You know, so. and, and, and this is going to trip you out even more. So I remember being over there and one of my friends over there was like, check out this, this thing called Spotify. <laughs> no. And I was like, I swear to God. And I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. Like you can stream music, you know, like, but it wasn't like an app. It was like an, I think it was a website. Yeah. And sure enough, now I can't imagine my life without Spotify, but I definitely heard about it way before it was over here or maybe illegal. I don't know. Like, wow. Well, I mean, back in the day. we just had, you know, Pandora was the shit. That was, that was our thing. So yeah. then when Spotify came out, that was, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. So, all right. Well, um, the beer is obviously better, <laughs> more potent, I yeah. guess. I mean, the cider was great. That's, that's really all I drank over there. Like that's where I got introduced to cider. Well, before it was over here before, like, I mean, we might've had angry orchard over here, but that was probably about it over there. They had all kinds of cider. So like I was, uh, I mean, I remember drinking, um, what's that Stella Stella Artois. That was like oh, a yeah. big beer over there. And they yeah. called it wife beater, I think. Like you would get drunk and beat their wives or something like when so they drank it. You went to a couple pubs. Did you see like people under 21? Cause uh, obviously you could start drinking at like 16 there. Right. <laughs> uh, yeah. They're pretty young. I mean, younger guys are, um, I remember going to a pub there and leaving a tip and the guy looked at me like I called his mom a whore or something. <laughs> you don't leave tips like how do they make a living i don't know i don't know i have no idea what but, <laughs> that's, but um that's i mean the, the, the pubs are like just again just kind of pretty similar to what you've seen on tv you know what i mean just there wasn't anything like crazy where like like the soccer hooligans were in there you know yeah. causing them a ruckus but uh it, well it just seems like because um it seems like alcohol is such a big in the culture there that it seems like pubs are more of like social gathering places more than you know like some people to me when i hear pub i think of like you know the english folk thinking that a pub is like a church like it's a social gathering they just go there they hang out with their buddies or they you smoke cigars or do whatever they need to do and then uh here like a pub is different like it's more of a it's just a bar where you just go and drink and eat and watch watch stuff and i mean I don't know. I guess, I guess, yeah. I mean, there's like definitely like bars here <laughs> in the States where it's like you get off work at five o'clock and you go to your local yeah. bar and you have a drink, you know, everybody. And I mean, over there, it's, it's, it's the same, I'd say. Just maybe like, you know, they're probably just big into football and we're like soccer over yeah. there. And then. Okay. Okay. Um, what, what, um, so you went to Wales, you went to London, you were in Liverpool. Um, what is, what's the main type of food that's like predominantly over there? Like when you're over you know, there. I, I was just going to um, bring that up actually. Uh, Cause at the, the pubs I went to, I usually had this like same dish. Um, and it's and so stereotypical in my opinion, right? I mean, people from there probably disagree, but uh, everyone eats fish and chips. Crazy. It's like every time we went out, people were some somebody would order fish and chips you know what i mean like oh it's like that was like the dish like when you showed up at a place it'd be like well how's the fish and chips there you know what i mean like you know what i mean 
Well, that's like, like he, so f- fish, that's thing. fish and chips is like burgers and fries for us. <laughs> like, I mean, it's <laughs> that's pretty much. Well, you you kind of that was like the food. You kind of hear about it, you know about it, like oh, fish and chips. That's a Europe thing, but you didn't know it was like legit. Like I didn't know it was like that. Like like that. Yeah. Like <laughs> like you go to a place and it's like you judge the quality of the place based on like how good their fish. And- How's the fish and chips here? It's shit. You don't want to get it here. Okay, let's try somewhere else. <laughs> well, I do know. Um, was it? There's a huge Indian culture over there in in um the UK. Yes, yes, do, yes, I, yes. That's that's where I got just Indian food. Yeah, because I would say like, um, yeah, because I hear things all the time. Like, uh, you know, the friend that you uh want to go stay with, um, we I I know too. You know, Phil, and he's told me a bunch of times that the Indian food there is just compared to the dude it's off the, the chain it's yeah, awesome compared to the states it's like <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, i um i'd never had it before i went over there and then of course you know they were all about it and like uh-huh. i didn't like i remember going there and not knowing what anything on the menu was you know what i mean but i just knew like like they'd all have to be like oh this is this is mild this is you know medium this is spicy and of course i go for the spiciest thing on there which happens to be a chicken vindaloo i ordered it one time or the first time and dude like my tolerance for spice is up there you know what i mean i don't think i've ever not been able to finish a meal because it's too spicy but god damn dude that was some spicy ass uh, food yeah it got me <laughs> and of course i ordered it again and again you know what i mean uh, oh i know i know you will i know you will yeah so so it was good i fell in love with it for sure like indian food is definitely like one of my favorite types of food now uh, after mexican <laughs> All right, so you also went to Amsterdam. Um, where else have you been over there uh, in that continent? Like, where else? Uh, I mean, Wales, technically, even though it was pretty much, like, right there in England. Uh, yeah. England uh, and Amsterdam. <laughs> and, well, yeah, we went to a bunch of different cities in Amsterdam. We almost went to Belgium yeah. when we were in Amsterdam, but we didn't quite That's pretty cool. make the jump. So, um, where, Where's your... Uh, did you like? Did you prefer Amsterdam over the United Kingdom, or do you would you rather go to the, back to the United Kingdom over Amsterdam? Uh, the UK, for sure. I mean, Amsterdam was really cool. I uh, I really enjoyed it, actually. But um, I mean, well, Amsterdam itself is like a very busy, touristy, uh, crowded city. Well, I would assume it's <laughs> extremely crowded because of uh, the obvious reason. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, Everyone, is, everyone there is probably fucked up on something. I mean, it, there's just no turning back. Well, not everybody. The kids, a lot of the younger kids there, like a lot of younger tourists and people like that, for sure, are all about the fact that they can go in and get drugs anywhere. You know what I mean? Yeah. So they're all partying and having a great time, which you know, at that age, is what you want to do. Um, when you're traveling over there, that's not the best situation to be in because it's like. <laughs> enough you have to worry about like their traffic is crazy their bike traffic is crazy like they don't have stop signs in four-way like four-way intersections don't have stop signs i've yet to figure out how they know who has stops or who but somehow no one died when i was over there but every four-way intersection near the canals there's bike traffic pedestrian traffic and car traffic and and there's no right-of-ways there's no stop signs so it's just like the people going straight through go straight through, and the people going crossing over—it just—it's nuts. It's chaos. 
<laughs> but they were probably trained that way. So they probably, you know, just yeah, like, they come over to us and think that like we probably have our hands held, you know, for yeah. us at well, all these intersections. Oh, we're Americans. We're lazy and spoiled. I understand that. Um, yeah. <laughs> all right. So what are what are you know what are the the what do you Ryan think are the do's and don'ts of traveling over to the UK or the Europe or wherever you want to call it? What are the do's and don'ts? Are the do's and don'ts. Uh, like what would you if do... someone's listening right now and they're thinking about traveling? And like, what would you tell them? Like, what what are the things that you should worry about, and what are the things you should not really worry too much about? Okay, uh, don't be afraid to travel by yourself, for sure. Everywhere I've been, you meet some of the most amazing people at hostels, out and about. Um, I've very rarely ever ever had like a bad experience with like a local or something where it's like, Oh my God, I can't believe, like, I'm, I'm glad I had someone with me, you know? Yeah. Like I, that, that hardly ever happens. So don't, I would say don't ever be afraid to travel by yourself or go somewhere that you're unfamiliar with because you can always, I don't know. It's like, there's like, I call it like, um, there's like a thing called trail magic when you're like on the trails, like hiking into yeah. like, you know, I, I call it like, there's another thing I think called, called traveling magic where it's like, Things just seem to work out when you're traveling. You know what I mean? Like you don't have to have, you know, a plan or. I feel like, you know, because of, you know, social media, movies, and like things that have happened before in the past. I think people are very, so they're so judgy. They're really they're actually scared to travel by themselves because you see like hostile and you see like you know, crime rates and you know terrorists and things like that. So, you know, what would you say to someone like that? I mean, if they're like trying to you know come back at you like okay that's great you want to you want to go by yourself but yet i'm over here and i'm just scared because you know i don't want to be snatched up i mean like girls i I definitely think girls like if you're like a small frail you know (laughs) 90 pound girl i mean maybe not the best you know but uh you know for the most part it's like just not everyone's out to get you yeah okay so i mean it, it would be more fun with a friend i'm just saying don't go don't not go on account of you not having to go with. Yeah. Um, because there's a lot of experiences to be had in those kinds of places. Okay. Um, I would say never say no to the food because it looks gross. Because a lot of the stuff I've had that I love normally doesn't look that great. Yeah. Or, you know. Or, I honestly feel like that's like everywhere though. You know. Yeah. I mean, like, dude, like they, they have it. They've got to figure it figured out, man. For like food. You know what I mean? What about like, what about money? Like, what is your what is the money situation over there looking like? I've never had the pleasure or the, the benefit of traveling somewhere where the dollar is stronger than the place I'm visiting. So I've always lost money. Like in Amsterdam recently, I just had to spend a thousand dollars to get eight hundred euros. So I lost two hundred dollars on a thousand. Yeah, but doesn't the euros like? mean more like two euros is probably better than you know five bucks no i mean like things basically like the prices are pretty much universal like i mean you know it's like oh wow i'm trying to like it'd be like two like here in the grocery store you want to get a chocolate bar you're probably looking at maybe 250 or 295 for like a ghirardella chocolate bar over there it's gonna be two two euros and 95 cents i mean Mm -hmm. the one thing that i'll tell you what is really interesting about the money situation over there is in amsterdam they phased out pennies, dude. So pennies are gone. 
So when, but they, but the prices of things still cost like two ninety eight. You know I mean, the pennies are gone, but the, the 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 prices are, you know, still include pennies. So if you pay cash, they round up on you. And if really? you pay card, if you pay card, then it's the actual exact price. So they're trying to actually discourage you from paying cash. Well, I mean, it's weird. Well, you just in the beginning of this, you talked about how. Um, they're so far they're ahead of us in certain things I mean maybe that is the way that it's going to be eventually I mean eventually everybody's going to pay with card There's everybody has a card reader nowadays I mean I can go down to the street right now to a flea market and the guy probably has a card reader yeah yeah so, I mean yeah it's true yep. or if, just, or it, if not I can just be like oh well what's your Facebook I'll send you money like, <laughs> or Venmo yeah, yeah I just did a Craigslist deal and the girl was like do you do Venmo and I was like what even Craigslist? I can't get just cash anymore. You know, it's like I do. can't just uh, you know. Venmo me on Craigslist. Well, why were you on Craigslist talking to a girl? That's more of the question. I was selling uh, uh, TV stand. Oh, selling um, stuff. Okay, yeah, that's uh, fine. So, <laughs> well, um, what were the so real quick before we um, end this about Europe? There's a couple, two more questions I'm dying to know. Oh no. Do the toilets flush counterclockwise and where do you sleep at is it the same kind of situation as here sleep at what do you mean sleep at what are you talking about well sleep at like so these questions these these two questions I'm going to ask for all three episodes because you know the next one's going to be about Japan so it's your sleeping situation in Japan is obviously different from here what about in Europe it, obviously it's just traditional bed and nothing you know you know nothing oh uh, okay I gotcha I gotcha I gotcha yeah. um so in England, same situation, and the flush was different, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> I do think it flushed differently, but the 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 bed situation and the sleeping situation all the same. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I do think the flush was different, though. I think I actually have a video of the flush because I was so like, oh my god, because I think it was counterclockwise. That's weird. I did think. You, did you uh, purchase anything while you were there? In England, uh, I got an "I Love London" shirt to be the ultimate tourist. I mean, um, see, I'm okay with that. I'm okay going to a place like when I when we moved to Hawaii. Like, I bought first thing I bought was well, one of the first things I bought. I still actually I still own it. Is a um, is a um, a, a, is what is a what is it? It's just it just has the Hawaiian Islands on it, and it says H I. It's a green shirt. Oh, nice. Yeah, and that's. Uh-huh. By the way, um, today was the day that I went to Hawaii, the day after Jim's birthday. I traveled. I left on Jim's birthday, and I arrived on the 20th of 1st. I don't know what year that was, maybe 2007? That's crazy. That was a long time ago. So, But any um, funny stories you want to tell plus. before uh, we end this episode? Um, no. No. Would you go back? Huh? Would you go back to England? How would I get back? Yeah, sure. I liked England. England was really nice. Um, good food, good people. Uh, the weather left some a lot to be desired, you know. But I think I also went. I don't think I was there in the summertime ever. I was always there, in, like in the fall or the winter. I've always, um, wanted, I've always wanted to go to England. So next time you go, I'm gonna try to go. <laughs> I mean, it, it's not far, and it's not much. I think it was like seven or eight hundred dollars for a round trip. For, I don't know. I was for like a couple months. Yeah. Well, I have a uh, wasn't much. I have an opportunity coming up in a year to go to uh, Germany, but 
We'll talk about that. Dude, Germany's on the list. At another time. Yeah, well, the guy that wants me to go to Germany with him, good friend of mine, a met him in um, Charlotte. Uh, his name's uh, JP. He's, like, German, so he's, like, you know, he's been there multiple times. But huge drinker. I think he, he can out-drink me any time. I think we um, – funny story. I went to watch a soccer game because he likes soccer. And so do I. And we were watching Chelsea play. And it was like 11 o'clock in the morning. He's like, let's do shots, fireball. And he just starts lining them up. I'm like, it's 11 o'clock in the morning. I'm in my 30s. (laughs) What do you say? Don't you know? And it's crazy because I'm pretty sure he's like three months older than me. So (laughs) just keep going. So, all right. Well, that's the end of this episode. I want you to say goodbye. Say goodbye. Bye. Bye. I don't really have an outro or an intro yet. This is still in the works. So, but yeah, definitely check out on um, the next uh, episode. We're going to be talking about Ryan when he went to Japan, and he actually went to Japan not alone, even though he says you should travel alone. So, definitely check it out. <laughs>